Right. Uh, James Taylor and Ario Speedwagon are the other two. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be missing those two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not the bee, not the bees, not the bees. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they were on at that concert, but they played YYZ at least twice as fast. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. On the show of hands. So you got the day off today, Chris? Yeah, I, uh, my, tonight my work made the decision for me. They're like, Chris, we know you're a good worker, but uh, there just no way, ain't no way to get here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They, um, they send us an automated text message or, or phone call when when the, they don't want the entire shift there. So, Is it one of those robot voices? Yeah. Where they're like, attention. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently... They said that they're making first shift come in, and they have to use porta potties. Oh, well, I'm sure they're just very, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, especially at a like a factory type place, right? Oh yeah. No one's gonna have to go to the bathroom in there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's outside too, so they have to make like a ten minute trip to go outside to use it. So Oh god, it's gonna start raining again and everything. It's just gonna be all soaking up oh man. Yeah, fuck oh. that. I'm glad I'm not there. I'm glad I'm here talking to you instead. I'm glad to be talking to you too. <laughs> then then shoveling shit. <laughs> so we should not that we should not that uh, talking to you anymore should, like shoveling shit. Right, yeah. We should talk about how you're on the other side of the flood right now. Uh, and we could call it. We could call this episode the division bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at your ear right now. Oh, that's right. I forgot we were on a FaceTime thing. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so old technology. I'm so used to putting the phone to my ear. <laughs> Okay, so, so I yeah. See you though, I see like. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I would have to like, I would have to like lean in really far. So, I'm just gonna relax instead. If that's all right. Oh, of course. <laughs> what am I, Caligula or Nero or something? <laughs> so. No pod. So um. Yeah, I've been off work. In the middle of the week, because we have this crazy flood in St. Louis right now, and oh yeah, people people going ape shit over it. They're still like trying to drive through it. They're like, "Well, I got a four by four. This ain't gonna stop me." <laughs> I've seen people in I've seen people in regular 
cars dr- trying to drive through it, and those people are stupid. Oh, yeah, like somebody in a fucking Chevy, and they're like, that's four feet of water right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, what, the good part about it is, I, I uh, when I woke up yesterday for work, I realized that Devin Townsend was playing in town. And I know you're also mm-hmm. you're also a fan of his. Oh, of course. I love that Prague. I'm a Prague head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually had shirts last night that said uh, "Lower Mid Tier Prague Metal." <laughs> Lower tier. Lower mid tier. Oh. Huh. <laughs> I, and th- I thought that was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, he, needs, he needs to up his game. For sure, yeah, no, uh, they, that was apparently the first show with Devin Townsend Project ever in St. Louis, um, I, I believe it, he played with, uh, Strapping Young Lad at Ozfest back in the day, but, um, oh yeah, that was years ago though, yeah, and that wasn't even technically St. Louis, where was it, uh, that was in Maryland Heights at the, at the amphitheater, oh, Riverport, yeah, Technically, technicality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's a suburb. <laughs> the burbs. Yeah. So that the show last night was pretty sweet though. It was a headline set. So he played for my cat's going completely insane right now. <clears throat> that's all I hear from you is about your cat. Is the cat <laughs> that's the all? Cat that's all man. anybody hears from me about. So the cat ate the lights. The cat did the cat the cat ate the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's completely fucking insane. But anyway, the uh the headline set was awesome. I'm actually going to see him next weekend as well. But I You're going to go from the STL to the K, uh, KC show? Yeah. Yeah, they're playing with uh I'm sure I told you this, but they're playing with Opeth and Together? Uh, yeah, in in KC they're playing with Opeth and Gojira. God, I might have to jump in front of a train track or something. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, so transcending sorceress. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I saw that show advertising. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna miss that. He played like, some, like a, bu- a bunch of mixed stuff, like some Z2, st- like Ziltoid, and then Ant Transcendence, and like yeah. all over the board. It was it was pretty much all over the board. Uh, it, he play he did play a few Ziltoid songs. He played, um, you know, uh, a few songs off the newest record. He played one song off of uh, Addiction. He, he actually mentioned last night he has like 30 records now. Oh, yeah. Ever since he did those uh, that vocal on that one Steve I record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony, Sex and Religion, I think it was what it was called, maybe? I actually have never heard that record that, that he did with Steve Vai, but I heard some weird stories of his from that time. And, uh, yeah, I'm, like 
I'm definitely going to dig more into his back catalog now. Like Steve Vai just came in and was like, hey, you got a good voice, but you ain't going to write shit because I'm Steve Vai. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, they they did, well, you can watch video of this on YouTube, but he, they played on Jay Leno once. And they got banned from Jay Leno after that because Devin Townsend put a, a phone receiver up his butt. <laughs> like, uh, that's the weirdest shit I've ever heard, but appa- apparently he was just, like, messing with the uh, the, the green room, you know? And, yeah. and decided putting a phone up his asshole was a good idea. I don't, I don't really understand, but... <laughs> uh, I think once it goes below the realm of logic, there there really is no understanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did hear this one funny story about Devin Townsend, where he was talking about how he was a porn addict, <laughs> and that he was like, it's a serious disease. I mean, and I was like, among okay, the se- among <laughs> the uh, Among the diseases, I don't think it's that serious. Yeah, he put it up there with, like, diabetes and stuff. It's definitely not even close to diabetes. <laughs> They're like, what are you here for, Devin? Oh, you don't even want to know. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I, would, I would say it's not... Shouldn't be classified as, as a disease. Maybe a, uh... Dysfunction. Yeah, at least uh, from dysfunction to problem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm gonna be digging into the back catalog of his, but it was cool because I did not think I was gonna be able to go to that show, and then I woke up at what seven thirty or eight last night, and I was like, well, I guess I'm heading out the door to go to this show that I definitely didn't think I was gonna see, so. And uh, I got there in time to see this other band, Thank You Scientists, who are pretty good. Oh, um, yeah, their last album was real good. Yeah, that I picked it up randomly after I heard, like, one song on, I don't know, Facebook or something like that. And uh, they were good live. They had, like, a violin player and a fucking theremin player. and A theremin? Yeah, they, <laughs> they did theremin on one song. Yeah, it was kind of just like the intro. So, but uh, yeah, there you are, found you. I just moved my screen over, and all I saw was a wall. There we go. What's up, dude? Good to see. Good to see you, buddy. (laughs) It's kind of like a shadow of me, though, because of this light behind me. It's almost more like a radiance. Yeah, like the aura. Like the aura, the the aura is too bright that we can't comprehend your presence. Right. <laughs> this is all super interesting to the listeners, I'm sure. Oh, it'll be their favorite episode. Uh, us describe <laughs> us describing our Skype feed. <laughs> <laughs> it'll put pictures in their head and try to think about what we were talking about. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, uh. we both have facial hair. Mm-hmm. Um. Good facial hair, dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just cut my hair though, so you got me on that one. Ah, uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so but not for long, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, 
Um, last episode you were on, we talked a lot of music, and it seems like it's going that way this time. So let's stay on that track. Uh, it's fine with me, man. You know I'm down to talk to you with anything. Yeah. Uh, so the breaking Except for, news. Like, the Vietnam War. The break. <laughs> <laughs> so the breaking rumor from uh, earlier today, which uh, thank you, Brad Hagedorn, for turning us on to this news. But uh, they're saying that Led Zeppelin might play a festival in. Uh, is it is that in California that they had the. California's got like Coachella and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, this is like, they, the nickname for this one is Old Cella. And I, I think it's called the Desert Trip. Huh? Uh, um, while I'm talking to you, I'm going to do some some crack research here. But, uh, <laughs> it's understandable. But the Desert, Desert Trip Festival had uh, Roger Waters on it, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. And That'd be tight. Yeah, and that would have been sweet. But uh He's a jerk the whole time though. <laughs> you go on a little cruise ship with him and he's like <laughs> uh, uh. Well it was I think last year was McCartney, Roger Waters, Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, Neil Young, and and uh somebody else. Oh, thank God I didn't hear about that. I would have spontaneously combusted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other people that are already announced for this year is Kansas, which is sweet as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, our, okay, and here's where we start getting cheesy. Uh, which some people might think Kansas is already cheesy, but those people are stupid. Um, That's very stupid. I mean, how are you going to carry on your wayward son? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They need to, them Kansas fans, the people who don't like Kansas, ain't got no direction. Right. Uh, James Taylor and Ario Speedwagon are the other two. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be missing those two. Yeah, exactly. Except for Don't, well, I know, Blue Earth, of course, Blue, uh, Don't Feel the Reaper. Yeah. So I will be missing both those bands. Right. Probably get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's where you go get a brew, a brew or something. Than a brew. Yeah. Okay, so Led Zeppelin are rumored to be on this desert trip festival. It no is it is in uh, it is in California. It's in a place called Indio, California, which I assume is in the desert somewhere. Uh Indio how's it spelled like 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 Indigo Ranch by, by no, Malibu no. or it's it's India but with an O at the end. Okay. So what so? What are your thoughts on a potential Led Zeppelin reunion show overall? Well, f- from from the point of view of history, I'd say they wouldn't do it just because they're old men and like when people want them to do shit, they're just like, we don't need to do that. But for the fact that if they want to do it to like one last hurrah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd go to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, 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 I'd do whatever I could to get there. I'd sneak in. I don't think I would go to a uh, a big festival like that. 
Just because, like, I'm an, I feel like an old man. They're, they're super old men, but... Yeah, but it's, it's gray-haired old men on stage, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like... I, I guess the whole festival idea, or, like, the... It's, it's, it's hard for me to actually decide I want to go and actually, like, get... I, getting out to California is the problem. You know what I'm saying? It ain't too bad, though. I mean, you just go through... You go down through Oklahoma, down through them southwest New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> and bam! Yeah, but it's like a... It's like at least a... At least a day and a half, two days drive. That's... You could train it. And you could train it, but that would take three days. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's way more comfy. It is... Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It is Led Zeppelin, so... That's that is the kicker. Probably last time they play too. Yeah, probably ever. Like like bam, bam. Yeah, you've. That was it. I mean, it's, and yeah, and that's the the whole festival thing. I would I would it would it's just like you have to get over it and just go. Mm-hmm. The I I would the ideal. Like when to, I saw Black Sabbath. <laughs> When did you see Black Sabbath? Like at the Fast at, Fest oh, okay, yeah. I've seen I've seen Sabbath a few times in different uh, forms, I guess. Oh no, this, this was the original members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozzy, Ozzy Geezer, Butler, and all that shit. Yeah, man. I was at I was Crazy. at that show as well. Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, let's see. I, I definitely think I saw Black Sabbath with Mike Borden on drums as well. So I saw a couple different versions. Which is good in compare and contrast. <laughs> For sure. Uh, and, all, you know, and um, what's, the, what's the drummer's name? I can't remember. Bill Ward. Yeah, uh, Bill Ward was super old whenever they did the, the reunion. Uh with all the full the the original members, but he still did amazing. So, and then they did the one album with the drummer from Rage Against the Machines. Yeah, I've actually never listened to that all the way through. I heard like one or two songs, and that's it. Yeah, I skimmed it. It's I. Got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I for for my money, dude, Ozzy doesn't really have it anymore. Uh, he hasn't had it since they kicked him out the first time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like the first, the first like four records are it for me, Sabbath wise. And then of course Dio stuff is good too. But the Dio years were like a revival. Yeah, but, at, like, but after you after you get past Master Reality, it's really spotty. Like, oh yeah, like never say die and all that stuff like that. Where they were just like, they were like, uh, I think Tony Iommi wanted them to do a disco type record or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. because they were like, look, man, we're losing a lot of money. They had they did way too much cocaine back then, dude. And I think it was a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, those those records are pretty bad overall. But there's a couple good songs on each. But anyway, <laughs> we're getting way off track. Let's move. They fulfilled the contract. That's true. They did. Okay, so Led Zeppelin. What? What songs 
Would you want to see them play on this last reunion show? And maybe throw in a couple that they didn't play at the 2007 show. Like, uh, like non-like classics, not greatest hits types ones, like a gem? I mean, anything that comes to mind that, that you would be super into. Oh, man. Achilles' last stand line would be killer. Yeah. Or, uh... The more bluesy T for one. Definitely. Uh, the 30 minute long dazed and confused version off the song remains the same is always sweet, but I doubt they'll do that because they're in their 70s now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think they based their set on on his vocal range. Yeah, like when they did that reunion, Robert Plant was like, no, 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 nothing like, no extended jams, just like on the records. And Jimmy's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they probably wanted to get in as many songs as they could that he could actually still sing. (laughs) Yeah, because he's old. Yeah, I think that, like, your voice changes when you get super old, and there's only so much that he can do, you know? Yeah, I doubt he can go up there at about 77 and do the baby, 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 yeah, baby, yeah. baby. And, <laughs> and I think that those songs are kind of, uh, I don't know that those really go, like, still come across the same way when, if you, you know, it's like singing the baby, baby songs. I, I just don't, I don't know if those really hit the same way that they did back in the day, you know? Oh, I agree. Other than, like, some nostalgia feeling but like other than that it'd be the same thing as like putting like a a pop song from the 60s on today you know what I mean where it's like yeah this might have been good in 1964 but this is 2017 (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I know like of course they have to play like Daisy Confused but the The six minute version (laughs) yeah but they don't but they don't need to play the 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 songs from one and two that, like, are they're, they don't need to play the B sides from one and two. I guess is what I'm saying. But it would be cool to hear them play B sides from, say, you know, the later records, like their self-titled record or four or whatever you want to call it. Some physical graffiti and stuff like. Oh that. yeah, That's like the. I mean, it would be amazing to hear some stuff off physical graffiti that they never played, or. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I don't know. I mean, anything from the mid, the middle years or, or late, later years would totally be cool to hear. And they, they actually did play, what was the song they played off of, uh, Presence? I don't know. I, I haven't on even... The, on the, on the reunion? Yeah. Uh. I don't remember. Hey. We're both we're both drawing a blank, so this is not really good podcasting. <laughs> yeah, and it's only seven songs on Presence too, and I'm like, uh, maybe it wasn't Presence. Maybe it was uh, In Through the Outdoor. Might have been. Oh God, I hope they wouldn't. Play. I would have to leave the concert. <laughs> there was a there but, was a song one. There was a really later song that they played, and but I. I know but, they played like Ten Years Gone or something like that off Physical Graffiti. I think. Yeah, but they played one that was even later that they had never played live before. Hmm. But anyway, like at, I said, let's after the at, after the recording, 
We'll both find it out and be like, Bleh! <laughs> hey, oh, man. I knew that was it. I'll throw, uh, right here is where I'll edit in what the song was. The song we couldn't think of was For Your Life from the album Presence. Back to the show. Okay. Okay. Let's all right. Now let's move forward. Uh, Act like we knew it the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, of course they played that. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, editing Chris from the future. We appreciate that edit. Who said they didn't like technology? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so uh, I well I didn't yet. I never said any songs I want them to play. Uh, they they didn't play any of them, really, except for In Through the Outdoor or Half the Shit Off Coda. Uh, I would I would love to hear them play Bonzo's Montro over uh, oh, yeah, from, from Coda. And especially especially since Robert won't have to sing off of that, he doesn't have to worry about it. Um, I would love to hear them play The Ocean. They didn't play that. That's, my, that's one of my favorites. Oh, dude, that might be my favorite Zeppelin song ever. The live version with that kick-ass guitar solo at the end and everything like that? Yeah. Whew. And Bottom starts, Bottom starts off with the lead and the count. Whew. Dude, it's next level. It's... It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it, set the, it set the bar. I got this amazing... I, I probably told you about it on Facebook or something, but I got this amazing book. Uh, it's It's really like a... It's really like a school book text of all the all the Led Zeppelin gear. Like throughout the years? Oh yeah, it's the entire it's the entire span of their career. Can you see that? Oh yeah. You put it on my page, but I had no idea it was like their whole career of equipment. Yeah, look at oh, how man, that, look how thick that, that is. About, that must be about 300, 400 pages. Yeah, I'm going to look now. It's almost 500 pages. Woo! Not counting the index? <laughs> Not counting the index. <laughs> it's very cheaply made, though. I, I actually kick-started this guy's thing, and he sent me this finally after like a year and a half. He sent it to me, and it already fell off the spine. <laughs> but... Uh, I think my cat was messing with it too, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I, I, what does that thing do when you're gone? <laughs> you're gonna have to get a little hidden camera, a little kitty hidden camera. <laughs> I'll attach my GoPro to him and see what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I skimmed through, I haven't really read a whole lot of that, but I, I, I read through the bottom chapter. And it's like it's as extensive as you can get, man. Uh, it was probably like one of the most extensive drum kits back in nineteen sixty seven. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, and it and it actually spans his entire career in Zeppelin. So, like every Sweet. everything you want to know about Bonham or his equipment is in this book. It's a, and I should for the listeners I should tell them it's called Led Zeppelin tell Gear. The title. It's called Led Zeppelin Gear, and it's by the author is uh, Jeff Strawman, and uh, you spell that as Straw Man. So, like the Scarecrow. Yeah, like the Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas 
cage, Wicker Man? No! <laughs> no! Not the bees! Not the bees! Not the bees! I tried to get, I tried to grab the cat to show you what he was up to, but he ran away. That's no, he's in trouble. That's kind he of don't his. Have, he don't want to have no fun. He's looking for trouble. That's kind of his mo. What, okay, so <laughs> another question I had for you about the Zeppelin thing is: Would you? What did, What do you think of John Bonham's son and the job he has done with Zeppelin and with all the Zeppelin material and? I think it's assumed that he'll return if they decide to do this show, right? I think he, I think he's really the only person that could fill those shoes. Yeah, because because uh, uh, his dad was playing him drums ever since he was, you know, like could like a toddler and stuff like that. And like, I mean, it's got it's in his DNA, right? So, I mean, who else would do that? What are they going to do? Get like fucking. Well, on the Live Aid show, Phil Collins did it. Oh. Yeah, and they've actually kind of, like, erased that from history. Like, you can't buy videos with him playing Zeppelin on it. That's because, like, I built a time machine, and I went back to Live Aid 1981. And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I will say that in my older years, I appreciate Phil Collins in some in a sense, you know. I like him when he played drums for Genesis. And yeah, Jack Gabriel say. Yeah, and I like, actually shit, ki- man, this is some prog ass rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually kind of like some of his solo stuff, even though it is super poppy. Like he, teachy bits. He's a good songwriter, I think. But he doesn't even know music theory. Did you know that? I did not know he go- that. He goes into the studio, and he'll be like, da-da-da, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then someone else will write him out for it. And he'll be like, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da. And they're like, that's a great fucking song, Phil. You get all the writing credit. That's insane. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I haven't actually. I I should note that I actually haven't seen him playing the Zeppelin stuff because it's. I, I, it could be super easy to find on YouTube at this point, but. Uh, I just don't have interest in seeing him play Led Zeppelin. It's um, your stomach telling you not to do it. Yeah, and I've heard, and I, and you know, I've heard talk about it, and it's all bad. So I don't. Like, you know, if, if there's smoke, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, uh, I don't go there. But. Another evil thing about Phil Collins. <laughs> when Eric Clapton sobered up, Phil Collins played drums for him. Really? Mm-hmm. That's when Eric Clapton started doing all that bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move, let's move back to John, Jason Bonham for a second. Of course. Jason Bonham. Uh, of course, did amazing with the Led Zeppelin stuff, and I would want to see. Oh, I would want to see DNA? no other person play Zeppelin. Um, Lindsay and I actually went to the Zeppelin tribute in St. Louis last year, 
And which one, which one was it? There's a couple of them. It was the one with members of the Urge. Um, in a Zeppelin band? Yeah, it's um. What are the? It's the one that Casey puts on at the pageant. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Celebration Day. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. That sounds familiar. Dude, their drummer is is ridiculously good. Uh, Were they better than Thunderhead? Uh, okay. See, there's you can't really compare the two <laughs> because one is Rush and one is Zeppelin. So it's like. What about that guy doing the Getty man with his leg all raised up and he's like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> dude, you gotta go. We gotta go to that. We gotta go. We see- do, man. We need to do another Thunderhead show. Okay, we're we're go. <laughs> Let's make that a plan today. <laughs> they played Xanadu and shit, man. They were tearing it out. Okay, so yeah, let's move. Let's move to Rush then. I want to move to Rush now. Okay, so <laughs> so Thunderhead is the local. Uh, tribute to Rush that totally nail everything. Rush and, Jr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so today I saw on the advertisement for their show in June the the picture that they have for the for the advertisement, like the the flyer sort of. <laughs> okay, today's version of flyers is a picture online. So. The, Dude, that's what I was just gonna say. Like flyers, right? I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a flyer since like the Mississippi Nights days. Yeah. <laughs> the venues will still put up a poster as an ad outside of the venue and stuff like that. But beyond that, they don't do a lot of flyers. Oh yeah, there ain't no flyers around towns no more. It's like, maybe maybe like a guitar center, but that's it. On the bulletin board. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and who even looks at that? You know. Yeah. Okay, so the poster. We're We're looking for world domination. (laughs) I'm a singer, looking for drummer, bass player, keyboard player, synthesizer, producer. (laughs) Dude, that's where I haven't actually looked at Guitar Center for a band looking for a drummer. That's where I need to go next. But anyway, the poster is Farewell to Kings this time. So, yeah, so that. I, I wish the album was as good as the artwork. So okay, so except for except for Xanadu and Sickness Sex One and all that, okay, Cinderella Man. Well, you okay? Yeah, Madrigal and Cinderella Man can be set aside, but the four other songs on it are amazing. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, so two thirds of the record is amazing. So you know, let's let's not split hairs here. You know, I didn't say I didn't say it was bad. I mean, this was part. This is part one of hemispheres. Right. I mean, like all. That's my. That's my jam. Oh, I should mention, I was able to pick up that that the first Rush vinyl that they put out as far as part of uh, Record Store Day with hemispheres part one and two put together. That's the first time they've ever done that, as far as I know. What? Yeah. Instead of it being uh, Fair World of Kings and Hemispheres, it's just like a single-sided Sidness X1 and uh, like Side A is Sidness X1 and Side B is Hemispheres? Yes. I'm going to show you what what took them so long. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like They should have did that years ago. 
But here, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you it on Skype right now. There's the front cover. That Signix with the black hole type thing. Yeah, that's that's part one. And then the backside has the part two artwork, which is the brain in a glass. And then on the inside, I actually haven't opened it yet, but the inside has some cool artwork too. But yeah, part. Side one is Cygnus X1, uh, or uh, book one, The Voyage, and side B is book two, Hemispheres. So that's something to look for on the internet if you want that. Yes, I do want it, Chris. You just showed it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I, uh, sorry to make you, sorry to make you jealous, but... Well, the, I'm not gonna sleep at all tonight. I would have bought they they pro, they had like two or three of them at the regular store I went to uh, in Maplewood, but they only allow you to buy one on regular store day. I'll get on eBay for that thing. Ain't nobody gonna stop me. Well, you, you see, that was that was actually one of the ones they were offering that was gonna be available after. So you should be able to find it in like a month or something for sale on their website, like. You know, people are overcharging for it on eBay right now, but you can find it for the regular. Oh, yeah. You can find it for the regular price in maybe like a month. So and there's also Discogs.com. You right. can find you can find decent prices on Discogs. Are you sipping your coffee, Chris? Oh yeah, dude! I got up at seven thirty. <laughs> Me too. What what's uh what cup of Joe are you sipping on tonight? Uh, I got the free kind from my work. Or not my work from Lindsay's work. Uh, it's QT Vienna. They I don't think bu- I've ever tried that. They no, have I like mean, uh, they Vienna, have like that's like the wider coffee, right? They have like six different kinds at QT now, and it's a uh, it's a uh, a medium blend. <laughs> so not not dark and not light, but right there in the middle. That's good. So you don't need to put too much sugar or cream in it. I put none. Zero. Oh, like it black, huh? <laughs> yep. Just like I like my metal. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, that's I, I. I actually don't like that much black metal. I. I there's uh, like at the gates that reunion record they did was amazing, but um. Oh, at war with reality. Yeah, dude. Did you hear slaughter of the soul? No. That was fucking sick. It was held as like one of the greatest, like, you know, when they put all those subgenres like that, that new Gothenburg sound, you know, all that stuff like yeah. that because they're from Sweden. My favorite black metal band right now is Watane. They sound like a, it's like black metal, but they jam like classic Metallica. Oh, that's cool. It's like, like it's just all it's just like. <laughs> all thrashy, but like black metal and stuff like that too. It's so sweet, so sweet. Um, I was should... gonna go to, I was gonna go to Sweden to see them to what? play one of their albums a lot uh, from start to finish. But the guy I was gonna go with, I got him a passport application, and then he didn't even fill it out. And I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do with a passport and somebody who was gonna go with me didn't even fill it out? Yeah, that's so not. Pissed. So that's not gonna work. Yeah. 
Uh, now I'm just going to go to Amsterdam. That's awesome. Well, good luck getting there. Uh, you should send me a link to that Watain, whatever whatever record or st- uh, whatever album you like the most. Send me a link to it. My favorite's the concert. Oh, okay, cool. Because the concert's their best stuff, which is like most good bands. Yeah. And then, and then you just go back to their other albums if you like the concert. Well, dude, that's... Pretty talk. That's what one thing that's awesome about Rush is that they always pulled off everything perfectly live. Yeah, but Rush sounds better live than in the studio, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. <laughs> I mean, when when you see Neil play that stuff with the intensity that he like, he plays that intense in the studio. But it seems like he takes it to the next level because he has to show off a little bit when he's playing live. Oh, yeah, with the sticks and stuff when he's oh. out. Everything, dude, everything. I mean, I was wa- I watched uh, the Grace Under Pressure live stuff for the first time a few months ago. And oh, where you got the red tail? Yeah, where he has the red tail. <laughs> and he was at his stick-flippingest, like... He must stick flip like at least thirty times during that show. <laughs> well, I don't know what they were on at that concert, but they played YYZ at least twice as fast. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> on the show of hands, like, <laughs> yeah, the the uh, like, Shit. the drummer of Foo Fighters got to jam with them like a year or so ago. And he oh, said, the Hard Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 when they were rehearsing. And, uh, he. And all I could do was Overture and Temples of Searing. <laughs> well, he played, he, he jammed YYZ with them, and Getty and Alex told him to slow down. <laughs> yeah, because his amp wasn't plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, Dave. You're pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of kids these days don't even know you were in Nirvana. Why don't you you come up here and, you know, play with the big dogs, Dave. You're a big dog. (laughs) You ever see that meme of Dave while he's in Nirvana, like, clean-shaven, and then Dave today, and it's like, it says something like, uh, doesn't Dave Grohl look like the drummer for Nirvana? (laughs) (laughs) And then he got Taylor Hawkins to look like a Dave Grohl for when he became the singer of Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, I remember this this one video. I, uh, it was a documentary on Nirvana. And Dave Grohl was like, I actually showed Kurt some of my songs. And he was like, those are really good. Yeah. We could use, we could use some of those for Nirvana. And I'm like, you idiot, he's lying. he was fucking on drugs and shit, he ain't telling you the truth. He's probably laughing at you, Dave. <laughs> like, I just wrote three albums. Show me what you're working with, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the Dave cover, the Dave, uh, like, was the only songwriter and musician on that first Foo Fighters record. Like, it's all him. The entire and, thing is all him. And Nevermind. Oh, yeah? Nevermind, and, uh... There might have been, like, 
one little teensy bit on in utero, but all of that, it was uh, Kurt doing all the work, and then they're all like, fuck you, Kurt, making all that money. You need to do this. (laughs) If I was Kurt, I'd be like, you know what? I got the money. Why don't you all try and make your own? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Then they wonder why he did what he did. (laughs) Oh, man. It just got dark. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm glad nobody in Rush killed himself. Yet. <laughs> Neil with his alcoholism and shit, who knows? That dude, that dude's been through so much shit. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I don't, I mean, have you read that book that he wrote about when, about that time? When, you know, like, when Ghost, his... Ghost Rider? Yeah, Ghost Rider is about when his... His wife died, his daughter died, and his dog died all in the same year. Yeah! And it's a super... That drives me crazy! It's a pretty interesting <laughs> read, but it is, it's also pretty sad. So, it's a tough read, but it's its very good, because, you know, he... Uh, you, it's sort of like he finds redemption in the end, you know? And those, are, <laughs> those always make for good stories, you know? It's like a Dante's Inferno type thing to where he goes all the way through hell to get back up to purgatory. Right. And, um... Or Paradiso. Yeah, and... My bad. (laughs) I haven't studied my Italian classics in a while. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I... Well, you're ahead of me because I never have, so... Uh... But yeah, so it's good to see that Rush is still alive even though they're not... Uh, doing music, which leads me to my next question. Uh, have you seen the Time Stand Still documentary about them, uh, about them kind of hanging it up, at least for a while? And uh, what do you think about them calling it a day? Uh, last Rush doc I saw was Beyond the Lighted Stage. Yeah. Where everyone was just kissing their ass. They were like, mm, Rush. <laughs> Rush. I wouldn't even be playing music if it wasn't for Rush. And then, like, everyone talks about how they want to try to meet Neil, and Neil, like, kicks him out of his dressing room and all that shit. He, like, he ain't got no time for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, makes me like Neil more. Well, I definitely recommend the Time Stand Still documentary to you because it's a completely different perspective on the band. Is it, a, is it like, a, like a documentary? Yes, it's 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 a, a documentary about their the last tour they did the R forty tour, and uh, it covers kind of why they're deciding to uh, not do shows for a while. I think Alex wants to keep making music though. Oh yeah, Getty and Alex both still want to make music and uh it's kind of kneels the odd man out and it it goes into super detail why well neil's an alcoholic you know how the alcoholics and the (laughs) fans are you know they're like it's actually uh, it's actually not that though it's it's you guys ain't nothing without me (laughs) it's really not that i don't it's not as it's not as self-centered as that it's really his his physical uh, yeah, everything's sort of breaking down. You know what I mean? In his old age, like 
the the job he has to do live is so much more physically demanding than I think anybody really understands. Uh, well, yeah, he's kicking his arms and feet for like three hours long every night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, okay, like spo- spoilers on the documentary, but he got such bad uh, tendonitis and stuff, and 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 problems with his feet. Like his feet were numb for the last half of the tour, at least when he was playing. I bet his feet get got infected for a while too because he got rain in his boots. So, oh, yeah, that'll help you. That's what I'm saying. So, And you're talking about 70-year-old feet. <laughs> so, toe, toe infections and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Just, all getting in there. Like, completely disgusting. And so, <sighs> so that's a small, disgusting spoiler for the, for the uh, listeners and for potential people watching the documentary later. But, uh, but anyway... Totally they, think, rec- they won't thank us now, but they'll thank us later in life. Yeah, I totally recommended that to uh, to anybody that wants to watch anything about Rush or that loves Rush at all. And I actually let... Or ca- a casual Rush Yeah, fan. oh, totally. It's super interesting either way. But uh, I let Jordan borrow it. I don't know if he's actually watched it yet or not. I'm going to ask him about that. Jordan? Jordan, uh, he's... Uh, he does the High Files podcast. Oh, okay. And uh, he's a friend of mine from high school and stuff. So he's a great guy. I don't know if you, I don't think you've ever met him, but he's a great guy. I might have met him like a long time ago, but like my state of mind, like 10, <laughs> 12, 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, kinda, sa- same same as me, dude. Kind of didn't put too many faces to names in those days. Yeah. <laughs> He also lived out of town for a really long time, so it's uh, it's hard to keep track of people that you've only seen a couple of times, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's it's that. All good. But I, I should got, I got no hard feelings. I should mention that he's a, a huge Rush fan, and he's he has he's the kind of Rush fan that passes it on to his kid. So oh, indoctrination. Yeah, his his son. Loves uh, moving pictures era rush. So there's that. It's a good start. It's a good start. Yeah, man. Get him. In, get him in the middle. It grow. It all grows from there, right? Then move him on to roll the bones. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I'm sure he's heard roll the bones because. Uh, Stop. Relax. <laughs> Jordan actually made a roll the bones. Re- Jordan actually made a roll the bones reference on a recent show that we did together. So you gotta love that. Anybody, anybody that can spontaneously throw a roll the bones joke out there is a friend of mine. I agree. Okay, so roll the bones has some of the most veiled delusions. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, we're gonna we're gonna end on this question. All right. And I'll answer this as well, but you first. The, the end of the session or yeah. the end of the segment? This is going to be the end of the podcast. We'll be back again, though, right, brother? Yeah, we've almost been going an hour, so I figure it's good to end it on something good. That's true. You got time restraints on that stuff. Well, uh, uh, the standard for podcasting is an hour, so I, I like to keep it at that when I can. Um, so You're he, the boss. Here's, yeah, exactly. I'm running the show. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> glad to have you on, bud. Okay, so... Hey, I was glad 
I'm always glad to be here with you, Chris. We're gonna do two things. We're gonna okay. we're gonna the question first I want you to answer is if Rush were to do another show, what is a song that you wanna hear or a couple of songs that you wanna hear them do? That I've never hate, heard them play before? Whatever you want. Uh, that's tough for me because on the Test for Echo tour, I saw him play the whole 2112. Yeah. All seven parts, so that was like, fuck. <laughs> but they've already done yeah. that. Yeah, but that was my first time seeing it, so I was like, shit. So you'd love to hear that again, of course. I would actually, probably one of my favorite things to see would be Sidness X1 into Hemispheres. That would be then awesome. Like, then, like, anime. Switch it, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just going all over the board and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, anime's a great song. Cygnus, all the Cygnus stuff is great. Oh, uh, hell yeah. And, uh, uh, The Pass. I love that song. Even, I don't know, I'd never get tired of hearing that. Oh, dude, The Pass is great. Yeah. Uh, Cold Fire. I've never heard Cold Fire. Which album is that on? Counterparts. Okay. Yeah, uh, the counter... Of their their, uh, later stuff, Counterparts record is... It's... It's a standout. You know? I agree. Because that's when they started rocking again. Yeah. They dropped the keyboards and stuff, and they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) Oh! Red Tide's good and Presto yeah Available Light is the last song off Presto and that's fantastic there's some stuff off Signals that'd be tight too oh totally That that's where I was gonna <laughs> that's where I was gonna go I was gonna go I was gonna go stuff off Signals I'm gonna I'm gonna just name albums that I love to hear stuff off oh, because I always listen to science. what's that Natural Science oh totally yeah uh, I'm gonna go super broad though, and just name records that I've, because that's when when I listen to Rush, I kind of tend to do. Actually, with most music, I tend to do full albums at a time. That's my favorite to make like a whole ritual of it, to where yeah. you get like a whole absorption of it. Dude, that's the that's the way I've always been. So I'm gonna stick to that on this answering this question. I'm gonna go Signal stuff. I'm gonna go okay. Snakes and Arrows stuff. Because I look like... They would have played all that. I know, I know, but I want to hear at least one or two. Okay, okay. okay. You like that working them angels, don't you? Oh, totally, dude. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I want to hear some Grace Under Pressure stuff. Oh, you and me both, brother. I'd like (laughs) to hear that whole album start to finish. I mean, when I... After watching that live... That live show... I mean that some of that stuff is like super underrated. That box set of the three DVDs of Exit Stage Left and uh, Grace Under Pressure and uh, that, uh, Show, show of Hands. Hands, yeah, that comes with a bonus disc of the Grace Under Pressure right. concert right. on audio. I listened to that on YouTube. So good. Oh, it's amazing. And Dracula, Dracula's like. Put on your 3D glasses. 
<laughs> yeah, that's another. I'm gonna have to recommend that to any Rush listeners out there. Definitely check out the Grace Under Pressure live uh, DVD and CD versions. When I saw that when that came out in like 1989 or something like that, I was like, "Well, what? What the hell is going on here? Why is Dracula on the <laughs> screen telling me to put on 3D glasses?" Yeah, because your dad was a super huge Rush fan. So oh, God, a fanatic. You were indoctrinated God. very if early. If I said anything bad about Rush, he probably would have put me in an orphan's home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and the last thing, since we covered everything Rush and Led Zeppelin. Last episode. Last thing in the episode is I'm going to let you. Okay, so we have this thing on the podcast now where we name a ham and egger of the week. And a ham and egger is uh, wrestling terms for a piece of shit or uh, jabroni. Uh, I'm familiar with jabroni. Okay, so yeah, so ham and egger is basically a jabron. So, who would you name as the jabroni of the week based on the podcast that we've done today? Whoever comes to mind first is the one you should go with. Anybody who didn't listen to him is a fucking pure bro- jabroni. <laughs> who who has talked shit on Rush in the past? Let's go with that. Oh, oh, we're just gonna put them up to a firing squad. We yeah, got we gotta no name. To listen. We gotta name one person who has talked shit on Rush that you know of. I'm pretty sure I just let that go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm not going to waste any energy on somebody acting that stupid. Just be like, you know what? Good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're better off without you. Here, I'll kill that motherfucker with kindness. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No cussing on the pod, right? Is no cussing? Oh no, it's completely. Edit. It's com- we're completely edit. open and free to cuss. Edit, edit, edit it out later. No, I won't edit it. No. It's free for all, huh? Yeah, exactly. I like that. George oh. Carlin's seven dirty words. <laughs> okay, so we still haven't named a ham and egger. I'm leaving it oh, to you. It, it was anybody who didn't like Rush. I know, but I want to. I want to focus on one person. Well, what field should they be under? It doesn't matter. Is it is it still under someone who does not like Rush? It, well, it could be that, or it could be anybody that you decide. Who who do you want to be the Hammonegger? That's very tough. <laughs> There's a lot of people who I'd like to see a hammer near. <laughs> Just throw one under the bus right now. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong Un. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, that's a great one, dude. <laughs> I'd like to see him get crushed by one of his little missile fucking parade things. <laughs> I'd like to see him get crushed by a physical, like an actual bus. <laughs> real slow to maybe a tank so it's real slow like yeah one dude one of those one of those tanks that he parades around making it seem like he's a fucking tough tough guy you know yeah and he can't even get
get his missiles to fly over a thousand fucking meters? <laughs> yeah, he's a dumbass. <laughs> he's like, I'm the most powerful person on the world. He's oh, like, fail. He's like, oh, he's like, you don't believe again. me? He's like, you don't believe me? I'll kill my own family. <laughs> he's like, you think you think you can mess with a country that's going bankrupt and we can't even afford to go to war? Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you know what? That's been that's maybe one of the best Hammeniggers we've had yet. Uh, oh yeah, like so you just make that a poll on your Onyx eggs. Yeah. Who do you think is a bigger Hammeniger than Kim Jong Un? <laughs> he, you know, he's getting the top vote every time. Oh, he's trying to fucking kill us. But and he's too fucking weak. And also. Because he hates Westerners and everything that Westerners like. Except Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> but but Dennis Rodman is a shameful person as it is. But Oh yeah, he he wore dresses. You you gotta know we can infer that because Kim Jong un doesn't like Westerners, he also doesn't like Rush. Correct? This is true. This is true. There's no way Kim Jong-un likes Rush. We must begin Operation Tom Sawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just just nailed down the episode title, too. I'm going to write to the White House. I'll be like, you guys ready to kill this motherfucker? Or you want to see how much further this is going to go? They're like, well, he seems serious. Let him in. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're wrapping it up. Uh, thank you for being on the show again. And, oh, uh, no problem, man. You know I always want to be on your show anytime I get. Thanks to the wonders of technology, and thank you to the flood of 2017 for making this show possible. Yeah, God bless the flood of 2017. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to entertain all these magnificent people. And I wouldn't have been able to see Devin Townsend last night. Fucking right. And that is a gift. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, man. Uh, See you next time. And uh, God bless Rush. That's right. Hail. Hail. Don't God bless them because (laughs) we can't can't put him involved in any of this. All right, all right. All right, fair enough. Hail, Rush. Uh, We should make a Rush flag. Not hails and H-E-I-L. Right, yeah, that's different. <laughs> All right, man. Hail Rush. Hail Rush. Hail, Hail Prague. <laughs> Hail Prague for life. <laughs>